0: Hi here with Ainsley Bullion and this is the weekly wrap on this day the 10th of February 2017. Australian dollars, gold are sitting at $16.14 and silver at $23.19 with the Aussie dollar at 76.3. So we saw both gold and silver again stronger this week, helped only in part by a weaker Aussie dollar. Nearly half of gold's gains this week were wiped off last night as it fell $12 on a simple statement by Trump saying he will announce something phenomenal on taxes in the next two to three weeks. Shares subsequently rallied, the S&P 500 up 13 points and the Dow hitting 20,172. Friday saw the first US employment figures for the year and the first under Trump's stewardship and on face value it was a ripper, printing 227,000 new jobs in January when only 175,000 were expected. However, the usual scratch behind the headline and we saw November's equally awesome 204,000 slashed down to just 164, while December was virtually unchanged and still ordinary at 157,000 but it was the all-important average hourly earnings that again disappointed, rising only 0.1%, a third of the 0.3% expected, and below the also downwardly revised December 02 from 0.4%. And in that month, the minimum wage was increased. Weekly hours remained flat at 344 seeing the average weekly earnings dipping to 1.9%, the lowest print in a year, and not good in an environment of rising inflation. Unemployment rose too, from 47 to 4.8%. The market read those figures behind the headline and the dollar dropped, further as shares and bonds rose with expectations of another rate hike softening. All hail stimulus. Reinforcing these labour market concerns, Deutsche Bank warned that hiring at America's biggest companies is plunging for the first time since 2010. US factory orders saw better than expected 3.6% rise, the best since 2014, however when seasonal and other smoothing adjustments are removed, actual orders were almost exactly the same as they were in March 2006, some 11 years ago. Weaker than expected, personal consumption, expenditure growth, and private fixed investment saw the Atlanta Fed revise its Q1 GDP estimate from 3.4% to just 2.7. As we wrote during the week, the big banks rejoiced this week as Trump, yet via yet another unilateral executive order, started unwinding the Dodd-Frank Act and hence the very measure introduced to prevent a repeat of the unconscionable acts of said banks during the GFC and the prospect of the little guys wearing the brunt of that and taxpayers paying for all bailouts, should it, or should I say when it, all goes wrong again. Again, if you haven't seen the movie The Big Short yet, I suggest you watch it this weekend and see why. The weekly NBA mortgage application saw a modest rebound after last week's horror print at 2.3% and purchases were also better up 1.8%. Over to, Euro, over to Europe and bond risks spiked as political unrest increased with Italy looking more likely to vote early and elect an anti-EU government. Merkel behind in the polls for the first time and whilst Philon apologised for his indiscretions the polls now have anti-EU Marine Le Pen firmly in front in France. Italy just passed the unenviable milestone too with an Italian bank gross bad loans breaching the 200 billion euro mark in December. To add to the unease, the German economic engine room that just backfired with industrial production plunging 3% in December, that's the biggest drop since January 2009. The Greek debacle continues with their two-year bonds yield soaring and last night touching an eye-watering 10% as the Troika continue their barney over fiscal targets as time is running out. The IMF maintained Greece won't meet fiscal surplus targets and Germany ruled out of any debt cut, stating ominously that Greece would have to exit the common currency before that would happen. Well, Trump's proposed EU ambassador last night declared Greece is likely to sever ties with Germany and exit the euro. He gives the EU, as we know it, just 18 months. China was firmly back in the headlines with capital flight dramas playing out with China's foreign currency reserves dropping at further $12.3 billion the seventh consecutive month and total reserves now below the key psychological level of $3 trillion for the first time since early 2011. Where did it come from? Well, according to the PBOC, it was all in foreign exchange markets, with SDRs virtually unchanged and gold increasing on the back of price rises for the 59 million troy ounces they hold in reserves and after adding another 6.91 tonne in January. Total Chinese gold consumption in January via the Shanghai Gold Exchange was a hefty 184.4 tonnes and supporting the reports of exceptionally high export figures for Swiss gold flowing into the Chinese mainland in December of 154 tonnes. At home, the RBA left our cash rate unchanged at 1.5% for the fifth consecutive board meeting and cited forecasts showing economic growth picking up and inflation climbing from one5 to more than 2%. This saw the Aussie dollar rise to 76.7 on the news, just as they conceded, and I quote, an appreciating Aussie dollar would complicate any economic adjustment. Whilst the RBA talked up the positive, Bloomberg's pointed out some hard truths afterwards stating that homeowners consumers and property investors around australia are making more calls to financial helplines as three warning signs back up the spike in demand mortgage arrears are creeping up lenders bad debt provisions have increased and personal insolvencies are near all-time highs those figures certainly gel with the oecd report released yesterday seeing australian housing now the ninth most afford unaffordable in the 34-nation OECD, up from 29th just five years ago. What's more concerning is that data is getting old already and the more recent numbers we reported recently from Demographia International Survey had Sydney's second and Melbourne's sixth worst affordability, but the trend is the same and it portends trouble ahead. And just as last week we reported that Capital Economics joined NAB, Macquarie and JP Morgan in taking a very different view to the RBA, this week Credit Suisse's economist Damien Bowie predicted zero real GDP growth this year and subsequently two RBA rate cuts in 2017. Which is the correct scenario? Well, it won't matter if you have a balanced portfolio. We'll catch you next week and remember, balance your wealth in an unbalanced world.